This podcast is powered by Oh Such Luck Productions. When the sky is dark and steam is blowing up and out of the hot grates of New York City streets, you may still be warm and toasty in bed, but the flower bandit is busy draping hundreds of flowers around classic Manhattan landmarks and transforming them into beautiful art installations. Whether it's the giant bronze statue of Alice in Central Park or an everyday trash bin on the corner of 21st and 8th Avenue, all eyes are on Lewis Miller design and what he and his team are dreaming up next. Lewis Miller spends his days turning ballrooms, art museums, and other prime locations into extravagant event spaces covered in reds, purples, and every other hue of an artist's palette. But it's his flower flashes that have captivated people all around the world and shined a spotlight onto his small business. He and his team of five have been doing great things to successfully maneuver this tricky landscape of the past few months. While other businesses have hit the pause button, Lewis Miller Design has made a professional pivot during these uncertain times. I'm Brian Osuch, and this is Happening, a podcast about all the spectacular things that happen from the moment we wake up until the time we say goodnight. That leaves a lot of time for a lot to happen. I'm a small businessman myself. I'm fascinated by people who succeed in following their dreams. That's what we're talking about on this debut episode. May is Small Business Month, an incredible time to talk with business leaders who have made their mark and grown their passion project into a revenue-generating machine. I met Lewis in 2016 while eating sushi in a small Japanese restaurant just below Union Square. I'm pretty sure I was eating spicy tuna rolls. It was a tiny table made up of four people. I remember being struck by his good looks, kindness, and tone of his voice. He sounded like a nice guy. I've come to learn that he is a nice guy who just so happens to have a killer business instinct. Before we talk business, we have to dig up the truth about the inspiration behind what has made Lewis Miller a social media sensation. His flower flashes. It's a combination of two things. It was pre this last presidential election, and it was me feeling like I needed a way to give back in a way that had meaning to me, wasn't just some arbitrary donation. Combining that with me also needing to push my creative juices a bit, you know, business had been really great. But I was a little bored and I needed to kind of think outside of the box and do something that was kind of more of a passion project. Lewis has been passionate about flowers since a very young age. As the women prepared Sunday meals and the guys talked God, the game, and guns, he'd be hanging out with all his buds, flower buds, in the dining room, dressing the table for an experience worthy of kings and queens. Since his youth, Lewis has been in the hot pursuit of beauty, and it was a random day on a New York City subway that brought the flower flash to bloom. 
struck me taking some leftovers home from the studio, this was years ago, at the desire in people's eyes when they would see these beautiful blooms. Wow, I'm taking all of this for granted, but this really is something special. So Lewis decided to never let another bloom go to waste. He'd repurpose leftover flowers from his fabulous affairs and bring joy to thousands of people all across New York City and the world via social media, keeping one thing in mind, the backdrop. So it needs to feel very New York, whether that's a construction site, whether that's having the city profile, whether that's having a really beautiful monumental kind of classical New York architecture, whether that's kind of raw and graffiti and chain link fence. Lewis and his team have been turning the ordinary into extraordinary. They've draped flowers of all colors, pinks and peaches, yellows and oranges, around food carts that are usually piping hot and used to serve hot dogs and pretzels in the heart of Rockefeller Plaza. The design team found beauty in a chipped green fire hydrant that is just about thigh high, turning it into a showstopper by wrapping it in forget-me-nots. You know, those blue flowers with yellow in the middle? Of course, there's no landmark quite like Times Square. They added splashes of blues, purples, and whites to an everyday subway entrance just a few steps from the center of the world. It's a noisy place, but the perfect spot to inspire the masses. Out of all the many flower flashes, there must be a favorite. I think one of my most favorites was probably the one we did with just sunflowers. It was in the meatpacking district. It was just very graphic. It had the cones and the sidewalks and the sunflowers. So it was just very graphic and strong. They're called flower flashes for a reason. They are fully installed within 15 to 30 minutes. Lewis and his team are not dressed in black, trying to blend into the darkness. However, they often do go undetected. But we are talking about the city that never sleeps. Surely, Lewis and his team have been caught or gotten into a little trouble. My philosophy has always been it's easier to ask forgiveness than permission. You know, we have occasionally encountered sort of the grumpy neighbor on the Upper West Side who didn't have a place to put his dog poo. I mean, I literally had my hand out like, I'll take that from you. (laughs) Give it to me, sir, kind of thing. The cops have never given us any problems. I mean, we've literally done them right in front of them with them kind of watching, almost amused. You can always tell when a flower flash was nearby. The sidewalk is often littered with petals, kind of like colorful confetti celebrating Lewis and his team's hard work. I can't imagine what it feels like to have your art ripped to shreds, literally. Each flower flash is usually torn to bits by bystanders in minutes. No, it absolutely does not break my heart. I give this as a gift and then I step away and whatever happens. And from the very beginning, to me, that's part of the beauty is it starts out really great and then it ends up as just a few petals on the sidewalk. That whole sort of giving the flowers a second life and seeing the deconstruction almost of a flash is part of it. And I like that part of it. You know, that means that people, you know, are taking the gift they were given. Taking the gift you were given, that's precisely what Lewis did when he moved to New York City in the early 2000s. 99.9% of businesses are small business. The vast majority of these startups grow from a single seed, 
Lewis had a dream. He planted it, watered it, and watched it grow into something to share with others. He told Forbes earlier this year that failure was never an option and that with enough thought, preparation, and the right team, anything is possible. Lewis Miller Design was founded in 2002. The U.S. Bureau of Statistics finds about 20% of small businesses fail by the end of their first year. By the end of year five, 50% go under, and by 10 years, that number rises to a scary 80%. Lewis has defied the odds now on his 18th year with Lewis Miller Design, but it hasn't always been easy. There were some surprising challenges along the way. Honestly, it's that time where you go from being an artisan and a craftsman and you're actually working with the flowers on a very daily basis to at some point, you're never really sure when it happens. When the business slowly grows and you find yourself less and less in the kitchen, so to speak, because the operations of running a business, being the creative director and the human resources and working with the whole business and financial side of things, as well as being the face that clients talk to directly, as well as keeping your team inspired and giving them vision and creativity. It's a lot of minutiae. And suddenly you're not, I'm not just making pretty flower arrangements. I'm kind of doing everything but that. Lewis is not alone on his small business journey. Many of us, no matter which industry or sector we come from, often share similar struggles. A few of the most common challenges for small business owners are things like finding customers, asking yourself who is your target and why they need your service, hiring the right people, finding a team that shares your vision is crucial. But I've learned it's important to surround yourself with people who know things that you don't. A friend of mine has a college intern who is constantly sharing what she's learning in class about social media advertising, which leads to marketing. Many small business people don't know how to market themselves, and they don't know where to go. What's the right mix? Digital ads, TV, and radio, or print? I asked Lewis about his business strategy. He says, take your time. It's been about very, very slow growth. You know, I never wanted to be a flash in the pan. I never wanted to be like the it floral person, the kind of here today, gone tomorrow, because I had seen a lot of that. That didn't interest me. So very slow growth was my approach, keeping things manageable. I want to keep it as fun as it can be and to, to be in a situation where I lose control because we've grown too big or I'm stressed out because we've had to take loans to grow the business. Those kind of things never interested me. So if it didn't feel organic and if it didn't happen naturally and if I couldn't keep the quality up and if I couldn't sleep at night with the finances, then it didn't happen. Now, I could have built this business a lot quicker I guess, had I been more of a risk taker, but it was never about having a big business. It was about doing a craft, something that I love to do and keeping it special and keeping it real. Keeping it real has served him well. Whether Lewis likes it or not, he is the it guy in the world of flowers. His first book, Styling Nature, A Masterful Approach to Floral Arrangements, garnered many words of praise from likes of Elle's editor-in-chief, Nina Garcia, and the New York Times, saying his glamour is inescapable and there's nothing mundane about Miller's prose. 
His attention to detail has caught the eye of so many influential people and has helped him build an incredible book of business, including luxury and mega brands, including Chanel, Valentino, Vogue, W, MoMA, The Met, HBO, and Netflix, just to name a few. What's his secret? Honestly, I feel like it happened at the very beginning. I got some good press, and then I was also doing gift arrangements. People could call up and order flowers. I stopped doing that after five or six years because it really became about the events, but it got the word out there. And my business really has been word of mouth. I mean, nobody has really known about me until the flower flashes came out. I was very happy staying under the radar. That's kind of my preferred place of operating. So it's a little ironic that, you know, I put some flowers on a trash can and now everybody knows about me, but that was never the intent. So keeping it small, delivering an amazing quality and just really understanding what the client wants. Flowers in a trash can grew much bigger than Lewis could even imagine. He gave his first TED talk not too long ago. He was seated on top of a wooden table next to a colorful collection of all types of flowers. Sunflowers, black-eyed Susans, pink pansies, and yellow and red roses. He had 15 minutes and talked about the power of flowers. He said there's no excuse ever to not have flowers in your life at all times. It's because of his insatiable hunger for beauty that he branched out to teach others how to add floral displays to their own homes. Up until now, classes had been taught from his New York City studio, but in these uncertain times, he has made a professional pivot, turning his attention to e-commerce and social media videos. I've noticed in the past couple of years that there is a huge increase in demand for flower classes. And two years ago, I did this collaboration for a year with Urban Stems, and they hired me. We had a year-long contract for me to basically be their creative director. One of the things I said with them from the very beginning is that people are dying for flower classes. And in this day and age with everything online, why can't we do online videos? You know, the only thing that keeps anybody from doing that is they have to get the flowers. Well, they, Urban Stems, were in the business of shipping flowers around the nation. Like you already have the model. We can get them the flowers. They come home after a day of work and pour themselves a glass of wine and click a button and they can have their own flower class. And suddenly it's like, it's not just those that can afford it. It's not just those who live in a metropolitan area and have to go run at six o'clock in the evening to go do it. It opens it up to everybody. They weren't as excited about the idea as I was. And so after a while, I kind of stopped pushing it because I'm like, you know what? I think this is such a pearl of an idea that... If they're not interested, I'm going to keep it in my back pocket because I think it's amazing and nobody's doing it yet. Pearl of an idea it was, but shipping flowers and online tutorial videos was not a smashing success from the start. We did a box last December and it was a very labor intensive thing. It was very expensive. The whole project cost a lot of money and we sold four. So clearly the timing wasn't right. And then the videos weren't working. So we had to end up refunding them. So those four people got their money back. And it's like, okay, it was kind of discouraging. But then enter COVID. And in three days, we set up a new business from the Shopify accounts to creating video content, basically, you know, in 36 hours. So I think it was the right time and having a certain degree of preparedness and having had this idea in my mind for a while.
Seeing an opportunity and refining it to meet your customer or audience demand is crucial for any small business to thrive, particularly in today's unstable environment. Lewis and his team were prepared and learned from their earlier launch in December. They ironed out the wrinkles and released the Flower Flash Box. Now, people from all around the country can add beauty and comfort to their own homes while learning from a pro. I like to think that if your service can bring a smile to someone's face, even better. People are so into the Flower Flash because it is an expression of joy. And it really, first and foremost, is to show how flowers can change the energy. They have no other reason but to make you smile. And so, you know, the Flower Flash box, same way. Suddenly you get this amazing box of flowers that happens very quickly. It's very raw. You learn how to do it yourself. You get to actually hold nature in your hand. You have kind of more flowers than you've ever received in your life at one time. You can put them throughout the whole house, do it with the kids. It's been a fun couple of weeks just working on this and seeing it go. Most small business owners can agree that past stumbles can definitely serve as a lesson to learn from. In Lewis's case, it paid off. We put our Mother's Day box up for sale. We had 500 units that we were able to secure, and we sold them all in 18 hours. So the response has been incredible. Lewis says flowers are more important now than ever before. He calls them harbingers of joy, nature's cheerleaders. He and his team are riding a high. What's more satisfying than reaching your audience and engaging with them on a daily basis? It's just so much fun seeing people get engaged. They love to make their flowers and then send us pictures of them. And it's more than just a commodity. It's an experience. And it's an experience that they love to share. So it's really exciting. It's gone great. And it's kept me definitely energized during this time period. And definitely my team as well. I think it's kept us sane. Otherwise, what would we be doing? Because our business basically is shut down. Nowadays, as Lewis is hanging out with his buds in his upstate New York home, he's planting even more seeds, literally and figuratively, always thinking up ways to keep his brand relevant. His entrepreneurial spirit says now is the time to be bold, brave, and innovative. More than ever, the decisions that I make right now about the business are 100% based on gut feeling. Right now, the whole world is basically falling apart and we don't know when we're going to enter the world again. And we, I think, can safely say all know that it's certainly not going to be the world we left. So now is not the time for fear or insecurity or worrying about making a fool of yourself or worrying about being perfect. Now is the time for action and trying things out because we literally have no frame of reference for anything that applies to what we're in right now. Any decision I make on is whether it feels right in my gut. I can't look at market research. I can't look at analytics because we've only got three weeks under our belt. I can't look at any of that stuff. I can only really keep my blinders on and pay attention to what I'm doing and make sure that the reason I'm doing it is for a very authentic reason. Folding in charities is a huge part of this. Everything needs to be giving back in some way, however large, however small. That's always a part of it. Lewis has supported many different charities through his creative work. Currently, a portion of each Flower Flash Box sale goes to the United Way NYC COVID-19 Relief Fund. As we all prepare for what's next, it's important to learn from each other's missteps and successes. Fortunately, success is something Lewis has a knack for growing in his garden.
It's obvious that he has a green thumb, and he's happy to share his knowledge with other small business leaders looking to blossom. I feel like every day and every project, it's sort of like I'm doing it for the first time. And like, I not have to prove myself, but in a way I do. What's worked for me is don't promise more than you can fulfill. Like, Take chances, but don't take chances in a dangerous way. Be smart about it. Keep it authentic. Don't do something that's not part of your DNA naturally. Like you really have to have a certain degree of self-awareness and know what your capabilities are and what they aren't. And be fearless, be smart, because that's all we have right now. How does that famous saying go, luck is what happens when preparation meets opportunity? I would not dare call Lewis lucky. His business savvy is the result of years of hard work and dedication to his constant pursuit of beauty. He's achieved unbelievable success, including career highlights of setting the scene for Harry Winston's Tiana Terrace, high atop a building in Midtown Manhattan, and teaching a flower arranging class for Meghan Markle at her star-studded baby shower. If I've learned anything from Lewis, a strong business strategy often includes those blurry lines called the professional pivot. It's important to know what people want, recognize the demand, and figure out how your small business can fit into the mix. I'm Brian Osuch, and this is Happening. This has been an Osuch Luck Productions original.